0: hello and welcome back to for the love of bands new music podcast i hope everyone is okay at this difficult time but hopefully the next 15 or so minutes will bring a little light into your day I'm Amy Heather and today I'm speaking to Pete Jackson, who is a serial live performer, not stopping since he began at age 10. He plays multiple instruments using his music to tell stories and his latest single, The Cauldron, was released this Sunday just gone. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm alright, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good as a lockdown girl can be, but, but it's all a, good.
1: A lockdown, it sounds like some kind of sketchy internet profession, a lockdown girl.
0: Yeah, doesn't it, actually? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this track is quite a folky, stripped back kind of one um i wanted to ask because i know you listen to a lot of classic artists but who in particular and i can sort of guess i can guess but i want to hear it from the horse's mouth who inspired this one in terms of other artists
1: oh my gosh i mean i absolutely love uh, the legacy artists and, and the laurel canyon scene of the late 60s so um it's very much like Crosby, Stills and Nash, uh, James Taylor, but for this one, I remember writing it the day I wrote it. I, I, I sat down and I was, um, I was a little bit kind of, kind of strung out at the time. I wasn't, I wasn't doing very well in my head, and I just sat down and I thought, I'm going to write a Neil Young song. Hmm. and uh, obviously i don't think it sounds very much like really young but it it, that's what i sat down to do so
0: i get that vibe i i was thinking um simon garfunkel
1: there's a lot of that in there (laughs) because a lot of these artists who i'm inspired by i I grew up with a a family music shop in our you know in our family and um, all of that stuff was on and and my mummy is a big strong powerful kind of woman who works for the council so like we did, i used to go to work with my dad when when we couldn't be looked after and i remember i would uh, sit and just hear the beatles sam and garfunkel all of that stuff so it kind of becomes part of who you are i think
0: mm, so every time you're writing a song you're kind of subconsciously drawing from those people
1: yeah definitely definitely i mean if you let music in it will it will do that you know, i think
0: definitely It's an emotional song with quite a specific metaphor. What are the lyrics actually talking about?
1: Oh, man. I I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, and I think the song is kind of... Somebody said, oh, it's the song about this person? And I said, no, I think it's about me. I think it's it's sort of... uh, The the metaphor, obviously, for the cauldron is, is being trapped somewhere, but it's also a cauldron in witchcraft and paganism is where something is created so it's looking at a bad situation that you feel you're trapped in and understanding that something good will come out of it
0: how did the the lyric the cauldron come to mind
1: i sat down with a guitar and i sung that first verse in whole just in full i don't know where it came from it just came out first first, and i and i don't know where the cauldron idea came from I, I wish i was smart enough to sit down and come up with a metaphor that good but it, it, it definitely came from somewhere else i did not know
0: oh that's kind of spooky you know maybe it came from like another spirit world
1: well i live in a i live in a old i wrote it in in my parents house in yorkshire so it, it's an old house so i don't know maybe there was something coming through me i don't mind I'll let it in. <laughs> it's a nice song <laughs> so songs. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> Did you work on your own for this song?
1: It's not just me performing on the track, but I did write the whole thing in myself, yeah. Um, I had I had a, such a, a, a small but real dream team of people uh, involved in this, and I will give them some showers now. I mean, my, my musical partner in crime, actually, Purdy, played play bass on it. He's a wonderful bass player. He just plays exactly the right thing all the time, even, you know. And I had... Um, it was, it was produced by Louis Skinner of Lashes, so I think he did an interview with before.
0: Yeah, I did, I did.
1: He's known by everyone around him as a, as a great mix engineer and a great producer and a great rhythm guitarist, but people don't seem to cite him as much for his harmony singing, and he's such a good harmony singer. So I arranged the song in like a three-part, and we sung the harmonies together, and then right at the end he was like, there's a, there's a full harmony in there, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't hear it, but he was like, yeah, yeah. So I kind of went outside and got a coffee and a cigarette and everything, and then he just—I came back and he'd come up with this fourth harmony that just drifts over the top of the whole track. And Mm. yeah, it wouldn't be the same without him.
0: It just adds that extra depth, doesn't it? He seems to be able to spot the harmony that is is in hiding.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and it takes a lot of a lot of talent to do that.
0: You've also released a live EP and a single with a B-side. Uh, which was last year, so 2019. And which is your favourite track to perform live? I know you can't really do that right now, but let's reminisce about the good old days and let's hear your favourite live track.
1: (laughs) My favourite song to play live, man. Out of those ones that are out, I love to play um the songs from the from the live ep they're really fun and, and one that i love to play is a song called too soft for leaving and not
0: hard enough for love which Ooh, that's nice
1: It's a really deep song I, I wrote for my best friend who uh, was in a, a really bad relationship and um and that one just came really sporadically, actually. Too, I, I had a, I, I took a weekend off gigging because I got really ill, which I never do. You know, I gig, you know me, I gig all the
0: time. You, he does. Everyone listening, he's obsessed. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and I, I stayed in for like two days because I totally ruined my throat. And uh, I thought, screw this, I need to get out. So I walked out to the pub, and I was walking up to, uh, to the pub, and um, the song just came to me. And uh, it's it's a really healing song I think to play because I think the, the the title and that and that line kind of we've all kind of been there or known someone who's been there and and it's it's a real healing song to play. I always feel kind of refreshed after playing that song live.
0: You did mention uh, briefly that you've been kind of playing a lot of guitar during lockdown. Have you been yeah. writing as well?
1: I have been writing as as much as one can. I mean, I find that a lot of my writing comes from a new experience going out and doing something new is is where the ideas come from it doesn't necessarily you know you go out for a walk you do you don't write a song about going out for a walk yeah that's true but it stirs something up in your head and and just makes you think so the lockdown hasn't been an unbelievable. i wrote a few songs um but i'm kind of finishing up songs that i've started that's the that's the main thing for me at the minute and um for instance, the cold I wrote that came out yesterday, and I wrote that a year ago, and that's kind of been weighing on my head for a long time now. Getting that song out, and so it feels amazing to have it out, and I feel really refreshed. And it's just, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. So I think that the muse will come back now. Now that I've, now that my head's a little bit less messy. This next it? is about being a, being a traveling musician moving around and playing a lot of different places up and down the country it's a song called um, Driving Back to Moulton."
0: so I've got a fun question for you Um, and forgive me for putting you on the spot you'll probably hate this but if you could only listen to one song on repeat forever what would it be and why?
1: one song forever?
0: yeah I'm sorry
1: (laughs) um Either, if it was one album, it'd probably be like Blue by Johnny Mitchell or something, but one song is probably Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, which is by Crosby, Stills and Nash. And it's wonderful, and there's just so much in it. Stephen Stills, I was watching an interview with Stephen Stills today, actually, and he was saying about how he he had like three songs and he just put them all together, and there's so much in that song. It's one of my favourite songs. So it'd probably be Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, yeah, by Crosby, Stills and Nash.
0: Lovely. So you just released the Cauldron yesterday, the twenty sixth of April. Do you have any more coming out?
1: I have. I've got a few things in the can, but I think the next thing I want to work on because I play a lot of solo live shows, you know, and and it's hard to do full band uh, context songs in that. So and I'm doing justice, you know. So I I think the next thing is going to be a stripped back. With multiple musicians, I'm lucky to be locked down. I I went back to Yorkshire for lockdown, and uh, my sister's a great singer and and guitarist. My dad is a a fantastic guitarist, and so I think I'm just going to make use of all this and do a kind of Jackson Five.
0: (laughs) I think you've got a family band.
1: Yeah, (laughs) well, I think so. You know, it's about making use of what you've got. I think, and so that that will be my next thing is starting that. And yeah, figuring some more stuff out. I just want to play live, but you know. But I know that if I could, I'm Pete Jackson. You can follow me on Instagram. That's Pete Jackson underscore music. You can follow me on Facebook on Pete Jackson Music, and, uh, and and Spotify, and all of those, those cheeky internet places.
0: Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Um, Thank you. We're going to listen to your song. So this is The Cauldron by Pete Jackson. One, two, three.
2: So take this heart Though miles apart Life is hard in the cauldron, in the cauldron. I am a man, a simple, peaceful shell, and I'm gone like a lamb. At God of Pentecost, there's no Holy Ghost in the cauldron, in the cauldron. but a man in the the cauldron, cauldron, in the cauldron. I've been all but a man in the cauldron, in the cauldron.
0: If you've enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to subscribe, check out fortheloveofbands.com and follow all our socials at FTLOB Music. If you're a musician wanting to feature on the podcast, then you can do so via fortheloveofbands.com forward slash submit.